Hello, stallions! My name is Agnes Caradicum. For those of you that know me and for those of you that don't, welcome to the family. This is a podcast made for the people, by the people, a place where I tackle difficult and thought-provoking topics and a place where you relate and find a better you. So sit back, grab your snacks, and let's have a chat. So what's up? What's poppin'? What's happening, everybody? We're back for another episode. And today we have a guest whose courageous story was featured on Daily Mail earlier this month. This is someone who had severe cystic acne and has found a miracle cure that has worked wonders for her. Today, we are going to get to know this person even more, what it was like to live with that type of emotional and physical pain. And we'll be talking about insecurities and more. So I present to you Isabella Miller. So how are you feeling today? Really? Hi, um, I've actually been doing really well, mm-hmm. um, just kind of like getting control back on my life. And especially mm-hmm. now that I've like moved from where I was living originally, I'm in California now. So it was right. really nice, big changes. And I feel like mm-hmm. that definitely affected my skin getting better, getting yeah. out of that like stressful environment. So I'm definitely doing way better than I was when my skin was like that. Right. That's good to hear. And so how old are you? Where are you from? Or where does it feel like home for you? Okay. So I'm 20 years old Mm -hmm. and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Um, And I'm living in California right now. And it's, it kind of changes for me. I mean, Chicago is still home to me, Mm -hmm. but I guess like here feels a little bit more like home, especially now that like I have a job here and a boyfriend and all that stuff. So it's definitely like, yeah, made friends and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So now going into the, the acne segment, when did you start seeing the acne flare up? Was it like all at once or was it progressive? I mean, I dealt with it all throughout high school. I definitely started like my freshman year of high school is when I started dealing with it the most, Mm -hmm. but it would be in different spots. So like my freshman year was all over my forehead really bad Mm -hmm. and just in that kind of general area. And then uh, like further was like here. And then as you see later, it was just kind of all over my skin. But in the beginning, my parents just were kind of boiling it down to just like, oh yeah, being a teenager sucks. Like that's what's just getting exactly. Yeah. But like I knew it was a lot more than that because regular, like I tried a bunch of different face washes and my skin was just so sensitive and Mm -hmm. it, nothing was really working. Yeah like eventually got to like go to the dermatologist, but that was a whole other thing too. Right. And so you mentioned that one time where your face was like flared up and that's mm-hmm. what that, I guess that's what we saw on daily mail. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so like, what was going through your head at that point when, when you had so much on your face? Um, It was really overwhelming mm-hmm. and it got really hard for me to like look in a mirror and stuff because mm-hmm. I didn't recognize myself like at all so imagine. especially when your skin gets that bad like it's something that's always on your mind no matter what because mm-hmm. not only like talking to people like when you have skin like that most of the time they're not making full eye contact with you because they're looking at all of your skin so that was a big thing but you can also feel it so it's really itchy it's painful uncomfortable and you can feel when something's like getting bigger because there'll be like twinges and stuff. So it's just, 
something that you're constantly aware of and like if anything like hits it like it gets so painful and whiteheads everywhere now mm. pick at it to make it look a little bit less gross but yeah. then it would you know just, just get worse make it worse so and you mm-hmm. can't really put like makeup like I couldn't really wear makeup over it at all and if I did like my texture was still really messed up so it was yeah it was really rough <laughs> yeah I think oftentimes we forget that acne can be very painful and automatically assume that the person must feel insecure on a scale of one to ten your pain and then on a scale of one to ten the insecurity so, cause I mean, it was, it was hard even just like washing my face. Mm-hmm. It was really painful. I had to be really gentle and then it would feel mm-hmm. like I wasn't really getting it in super mm-hmm. clean again on its own. It would be kind of at like a six cause it would be more itchy mm-hmm. than painful. So I would oh, always kind of okay. like, then I would always like be rubbing it on my jacket mm-hmm. or like on my sleeve or something. And it would be like a more dull pain, but it would like when it would get really painful it would be more just like like twinges or Mm -hmm. if like as I mentioned before if something like hit it Mm -hmm. um that would hurt really bad and then it would make them like grow so much more but it was like just kind of more like a dull itchy and so when you were going to school like how was how bad was your insecurity about it during that time when my skin was really uh, when it was like really really bad mm-hmm. that was actually during quarantine oh okay. so it was a lot better but because my like self-esteem was really low I was like really self-deprecating on myself and I also uh would make like bad decisions with guys right yeah self-esteem was very low okay so <laughs> as well and then yeah. They would sometimes make comments on it, too. So mm-hmm. like, how would that make you feel? Actually, like I, I assume even eye contact was hard for you. How does that feel like when somebody that you like is making comments about it? It's just I mean, it's immediately just if they make a bad comment about it, I'm mm-hmm. probably just going to drop them immediately, which is what right. happened to this one guy. Like he was he wasn't saying anything necessarily. Like, he wasn't trying to be mean about it, but he was just like, oh, you have really bad acne. And I was like, well, I can't get rid of it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what you, because I didn't look like myself at all. Like, I just felt so ugly all the time. I feel you. Yeah. And so does it annoy you when people complain about literally like the tiniest spot that they get on their Mm -hmm. face? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's from both sides, though. It's like I understand because they for them, it's a lot bigger of a deal than it would be for me. Like, I mean, you can see I still have scars and stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's nowhere near as bad as it was. And especially like learning to like accept myself because the the biggest problem for me is like the bumps and how it will like disfigure the shape of my face and all of that mm-hmm. and like the redness was still really hard but once it flattened out it made it a lot easier so now like this isn't like bad for me but for someone else it could be way worse but exactly. especially when my skin was like terrible if someone would complain to me about their skin I would just be like dude shut up like look at look at this be thankful yeah and also like looking back at when your acne was like really bad um did you realize some things that you used to do then that now you realize like for example not making eye contact or growing out bangs to cover half of your face or like Mm -hmm. what were the things that you would do to kind of like cover up 
during like high school and stuff I wore like a full face of makeup to school every single day and people Mm -hmm. wouldn't make comments to me but like to my friends a few times they'd be like oh Bella wears so much makeup like blah blah all that stuff and like they would stand up for me but that's definitely something that I would do um especially because my skin would kind of go through cycles of either being really clear Mm -hmm. or I would break out especially when I was taking medication and stuff so that would cause it like I would go on the medication my skin would clear up I would go off of it and then it would break out again so it was just kind of like that whole cycle and uh, without getting into the whole um, mental hospital, you talked about suicide. Mm-hmm. When did the acne for you now, first of all, is there a correlation between the acne and the depression? Definitely a correlation mm-hmm. as like for people who've taken any type of biology or chemistry class, you'll learn that correlation is not causation. Yeah, so love that. That's something that's like really important too. But I mean, it would get like, I wanted to just like rip my face off. So Mm -hmm. it definitely affected my self image and it was a really big part of making it worse because it was just kind of like everything was bad and I had really bad acne. Yeah. They had mentioned on Daily Mail that like literally your pillows would be covered in blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not not covered in blood. Mm -hmm. That's but I would from time to time wake up and there'd be like a cyst on my face that had popped during the night and it would be like all scabby oh, and my yeah. pillow would have pus and blood on it yeah. and stuff. so really it was just a burden like you were just carrying this yeah. burden on you or like I want this to end like it's just too much it's overbearing yeah. like and mm. I I had been dealing with a lot of like other mental health stuff because like I'd been mm-hmm. recently died like even in the past two years was when I finally had been like diagnosed with stuff really bad depression really bad anxiety I have bipolar my psychiatrist said mm-hmm. that I probably have OCD but that's something that mm-hmm. we haven't really gotten into as much right now but mm-hmm. I was dealing with all of that and also trying to find the right medications for me. So it was like so it was just navigating all of that while also like just getting out of the hospital and like having my skin really bad. And I had mm-hmm. also like just kind of gotten like my heart broken. So it was that just too much. Made it, it All the stress that I had in my body constantly is definitely what caused like that extreme. Yeah. Of- go and I deal with anxiety as well like I know what you're talking about like it's just Mm -hmm. too much sometimes and you can't control it I take I take medication and it helps but like there's only so much that the meds can do and so did you ever resort to therapy like was it recommended yeah I'm in I'm in therapy I have a therapist there was a period of time when I was here where we didn't speak for a while but we're back on like the the weekly but like the because I've been hospitalized twice so the first time that I was hospitalized like when you get out like they don't just let you out onto the street like there's a whole like checklist that they go through Mm -hmm. and like they'll have like referrals for what you have to do next and like I was supposed to do outpatient but I didn't it was too much for me so Mm -hmm. I just went to therapy um and that's that has helped a lot yeah, let's talk about that. I feel like a lot of people are either scared or they don't think that an outside person can mm-hmm. help. Like how what what has been the benefits of that that you've seen in your life? For me, I mean, it's I feel like for people it can also be tricky cuz you mm-hmm. kind of have to find like the right therapist. For me, right. I just got lucky 
getting like the perfect one right away Mm -hmm. but it definitely helps having like a third party outside perspective that's not biased like with your situations and it definitely will help me with like the way I react to things Um, and especially like getting out of a really really like bad relationship Mm -hmm. um being finally in like a healthy one having to like kind of navigate all of the old like trauma responses like being in therapy really helps with that that's Um, so good and just with like having more control over my emotions and stuff so I don't spiral as easily I guess right and do you have any other support systems like do you have good friends around you that you really trust that's really important yeah it's really good and Mm -hmm. I have like my dad and Mm -hmm. all that jazz that's good and so let's talk about daily mail so how did that come about so that was honestly what was crazy about it is I didn't even know that one it was gonna be published by daily mail nor Mm -hmm. did I know it was gonna end up on the snapchat story so that was right but basically like last year when my skin was really bad I had posted a TikTok, like just a video of my skin, like just showing people like how bad it was and like wanting to like make other people who were dealing with similar problems, like Mm -hmm. feel less alone and just like, I don't know, to help other people feel better. And it got like, it blew up. It got like 15 million views or something. Wow. And it's still getting like likes and views to this day. So that's, that's how they found me. That's how like all of this has come about. But she dm me on instagram and she works with um a uk press agency it's mm-hmm. like media drum world or something i don't know okay if you've heard of them. no um and but they like sell their stories to like the sun and like okay. daily mail and a few other tabloids mm-hmm. and stuff like that so they just happen to be the ones to like pick up the story and then I guess they had decided to put it on. I mean, waking up in the morning and like getting texts from my friends and seeing myself on Daily Mail in between articles. about Like like, I'm seeing this on Snapchat and I'm like, well, let me just text this girl. Like I need to know. In between an article about like Meghan Markle and Beyonce. Like (laughs) so crazy. Crazy. It was very, very surreal. Definitely. And so what types of messages have you received after that publication? um the main one is people asking me the product that I use because this is I mean this is what I'm assuming is they Mm -hmm. didn't mention in the article for for legal reasons they probably didn't want the company to be like associated definitely some sort of legal thing so Mm -hmm. the main thing was just people like asking me what I use to clear my skin and then I would you know tell them send them a picture of it if they like couldn't find it Mm -hmm. and then just be like I hope it helped would it be good to mention the product that I use that's what I was literally about to ask you (laughs) what have you used um on your face that has worked for you the brand is based in San Francisco Mm -hmm. Um, but it's Rodin uh, in fields. So R-O-D-A-N plus fields, like strawberry mm-hmm. fields. And I use the Spotless Regimen, which is just like a cream cleanser with acne clearing cream that you mm-hmm. put on after. And then I also use their sensitive skin treatment, the second little tube. Right. And that's something that really helps me with, especially in the beginning with the itchiness and the mm-hmm. pain. Mm-hmm. It really helped alleviate that. And then I don't know if they have, you're in uh, Dublin, right? Dublin, yeah. Okay. I don't know if they have 
Surave products are. I feel like it's worldwide, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, or you guys can order it online, yeah. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. they just have a very mild moisturizer, and that's their moisturizer that I'll use. And I I used their foaming cleanser Mm -hmm. normally before I started that one, and I would use them, like, side by side as well, but I've just Mm -hmm. been using the cream cleanser. Mm -hmm. And so what about any future works? Like, has this inspired you to maybe put out more content about it, help other people? Part of me says yes, but the Mm -hmm. other part maybe doesn't want to share that much of myself with the internet Mm -hmm. and like putting in like that much effort I guess like it would definitely be really cool and I'm still thinking about it but I'm still like trying to focus on myself and healing and all that and like maybe one day like I really feel like if I put in the effort and stuff I could do more but I get a lot of anxiety over the stuff that I post on social media same all of that kind of stuff yeah so it's definitely something I would have to think more about Mm -hmm. and especially with like because I've had I mean I've had companies like kidding me up as well just like clothing stuff like that wanting Mm -hmm. me to do stuff for them and it's like on one side it's like oh yeah that's cool but I also don't know like how if the stuff is really high quality and I don't want Mm -hmm. to be associating myself with Mm -hmm. something random that isn't something that I would necessarily actually exactly like I guess if that makes sense yeah I think that when you get like so many views at once like all these companies want to work with you and all that and it's like how do I even am I an influencer now like what what do I do you know like I I put out an acne thing like what's my path do I even have a path do I even want that like I just wanted to share you know and it's hard on like like because I would be probably posting my content on like TikTok and stuff, because that's where I have a lot of followers. Right. So, I mean, I haven't totally figured out like all the editing and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's definitely like a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And like TikTok was something, I mean, I just started it for fun because I was bored during quarantine and just wanted to learn TikTok dances and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of like, I don't want to burn, say burn myself out a little bit, right. but I just tend to get like really hyper fixated on something for mm-hmm. a little while. And then I just stop, stop. Mm-hmm. So even if I was working towards that, I don't know if it would end up being what I want to keep doing. Cause like, yeah. I know where I want to like end up and I don't know. Notoriety is cool, but also not yeah no I get you in my opinion yeah and I think what you said earlier like working on yourself before like helping other people because you Mm -hmm. do want to feel confident because how do you help people when you've not really helped yourself you know Mm -hmm. completely so I definitely understand that so now let's jump into our quick fire questions called I Mm -hmm. can relate so when was the last time you felt nervous I I mean (laughs) <laughs> I feel fine right now, mm-hmm. but definitely just like having anxiety as a disorder. Like I do take medication, but it's just, I'll just kind of have like a pit in my uh, stomach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, that'll definitely like, my job isn't stressful at right. all. I really like my job, but mm-hmm. I will get like really anxious in the mornings before leaving and stuff until mm-hmm. I get settled in but yesterday <laughs> yesterday <laughs> all right next question the last time you felt proud in the past like even like few days because that's something that I really try to do is 
after just like hating myself for so long and just Mm -hmm. being like so mean to myself and self-sabotaging is like I still have that voice in my head and I've kind of had to like give it a name to help separate it and Mm -hmm. from my thoughts when I get like that or when I'm having those thoughts is I just try to remember like how far I've come love that and like even though like I don't have it all like figured out right now Mm -hmm. like it's I know that it's just like part of the journey like absolutely just kind of keeping yourself like open to Mm -hmm. everything in the future I guess and just trying to like keep myself like in the now Mm -hmm. I love that answer the last time you did self-care just anything pampering sleeping early working out anything that you did for yourself that made you feel good I mean I'm still pretty clean but I don't like shower every day Uh because like I with like depression and stuff like Mm -hmm. I don't have the feelings of like intense sadness anymore but I still feel like I struggle with the other symptoms Mm -hmm. like like making sure you're like eating enough and like right just hiding on top of things stuff yeah. like that so I mean like I took a shower last night which seems like really bare minimum but no, it that's just so good me feel like so much better and I got um I don't know if you've heard of Stardew Valley no but it's like a little it's a little it's a video game oh, okay and it's kind of if you've heard of Animal Crossing or mm-hmm. any of those types of games mm-hmm. it's kind of like that but a little bit more mm-hmm. it's a cute little farming game basically yeah. so Playing games like that will definitely help with my anxiety as well. So that helps. But it's the, it's the little things. The little things, just, you know, getting up in the morning and remembering mm-hmm. to wash my face and brush my teeth and mm-hmm. like make either tea or coffee in the morning and mm-hmm. go outside. <laughs> I think a lot of people can relate to that, honestly. The next question, the last time or last series or movie that you watched on Netflix. I'll like rewatch a lot of stuff. Like I have Me my too. comfort shows. So mm-hmm. I really love like Grey's Anatomy and New Girl. Mm-hmm. New Girl. Like that. Mm-hmm. New Girl's hilarious. Like Grey's Anatomy is one of, I've been, my mom loved it. So mm-hmm. I grew up watching it with her, but another really good one. I really like some animes so okay demon slayer is a really good Mm -hmm. one and the promised neverland um sorted online is a really good anime hold up i'm literally about to like click on my (laughs) no go ahead i i know so many Uh, people that like anime i've never gotten into it but for those of you that um, love anime here's the list i'm a fan one piece is pretty good my boyfriend i've heard that so many times that one i i do like it but um i really like death notes another really good one mm-hmm. um i do like some korean dramas k dramas there's a really good one on netflix called sweet home and it's kind of like an apocalypse sort of thing but instead of zombies it's like monsters but a really good show that i definitely want to recommend to people it's on netflix only but it's called the midnight gospel and it's really especially for people who are trying to like get a little bit deeper or maybe just starting to like awaken and realize that there's more than just this body there's mm-hmm. a little bit more to things it's it's really eye-opening it's funny because you know we're on a podcast right now but yeah. the premise of that show is this main character clancy he has a universe simulator and he'll go to different worlds and find someone to interview for his space podcast. Oh. So the entire show is just a uh, podcast that was recorded before and then they animate it. So oh, it's so entertaining cool. with all of these like 
funny characters and all this stuff but you don't really like need to be watching it to get the gist of it you can just listen and yeah it's just definitely resonated with me and it's really good (laughs) well there you have it people like a whole list of anime shows that you guys can watch the last question last time you felt confident or hot yesterday I wore a really nice Mike I had a I wore a really fun outfit to work I have a new shirt that like my coworker gave me so Mm -hmm. I was really feeling myself and my cousin has gotten really into like making jewelry and stuff she works at Michael's so there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of I don't know if they have Michael's in Ireland um, but it's Mm -hmm. a it's an art supply chain store where Mm -hmm. they sell a bunch of just different kinds of stuff for arts and craft Mm -hmm. supplies so we've been making like earrings and all that fun stuff it's nice so this is the end of the show do you have any last words for our listeners any advice that you want to give anything you want to take off your chest go ahead (laughs) (laughs) um I think it's just really important to like especially if there's other people like struggling with like skin issues as well that other people it's not a big of a deal to other people as it is to you. So even if like you think it looks really bad, everyone else can still see you through it. Even if you can't see yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that's like really important to remember. Mm -hmm. And like, even if it's terrible, like it is going to go away at some point, like the redness will fade. Even if you have like ice pick scars like me, like there's treatments for it. Like, Mm -hmm there's always something that you could do. That's so good. So thank you so much for being on the stallion podcast. I enjoyed this episode so much. Um, and I want to commend you for coming this far, honestly. And I think what you said that at the end is so true. Like I think people that have so many insecurities, they think that people can see that everyone sees you differently right? Like we can Mm -hmm. see the person that you are and we don't just fixate on the bumps on your face, right? Like we see their personality. We see the love that they give to people and et cetera, you know? Yeah. And it's like, just one more thing too, is Mm -hmm. like feeling self-conscious about like with other people, like looking at the acne and stuff, Mm -hmm. just because they're, I mean, it's a difference between like, if they're like glancing around or if they're like fixated staring at Mm -hmm. something, But that's also kind of just something that everyone does when they're talking to people, like, especially like, I just try to keep in mind, like eye contact, especially can be really hard for people. So it's not necessarily that they're looking at your skin and thinking about how bad it is. Mm -hmm. That's just what your mean brain wants to tell you. And they're likely just looking at you, looking exactly looking around you. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I just want to thank you. And I think that you're going to inspire a lot of people and like encourage people especially to get through the depression get through the acne and yeah I think that you should definitely once you do some real work on yourself like you said inspire other people to do the same yeah I just I definitely that's all I really want to do is just like Mm -hmm. I mean helping other people feel less like alone in that stuff Mm -hmm. it's just really nice but I mean as like anyone will tell you like helping yourself is the first step and in helping yourself you're going to help others because then they're going to see how you're doing so much better and they're going to want to follow in your footsteps too so period 
<laughs> so I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Share on all platforms. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, share your thoughts on at the Salian podcast on Instagram or on Facebook. And let's have a discussion going. On that note, your girl is out. <laughs> <laughs>